Being a better human means using your vote to give others a voice. Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. On the 15th of May in the jungle of Newell, in the heat of the day, in the cool of the pool, he was splashing, enjoying the jungle's great joys, when Horton the elephant heard a small noise. Does this book sound familiar? Do you feel like maybe you tuned into the wrong podcast? It's okay! <laughs> it's still the In Raw Life podcast. We're glad that you're back. And if you know what book I'm reading from, there's a good chance that you're a teacher, have kids, or love reading. And if you have no or idea... Just love Dr. Seuss because he's freaking amazing. <laughs> or I was going to say, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you will find out <laughs> in just a minute. But first, it has been quite a while since we've recorded. Sierra, what is your yes. rawality check? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been a long time. We've had many guests and then we did our habit episodes so we never we haven't done a rawality check this entire month so let me give you a month's worth of rawness <laughs> no but uh in all honesty right now my life is a little overwhelming so jessica is almost done with her journey to presence she's on day 26 meaning that i am finessing day 27 as we speak because i'm all i am always just one day ahead of her <laughs> uh which has been great because it keeps me on track and i work best under pressure but i'm very exhausted because i have been creating a 30 day journey in 30 days <laughs> which is fun and then um, on top of that, I was helping out my friend Beth from Sweet Creations by Beth launch her holiday boxes, which are amazing. And her Halloween boxes are done, but there's still like a Thanksgiving and Christmas box. If you love baking and subscription boxes, check her out. Uh, but I was helping her out with her marketing, which was tons of fun for me. And I learned a lot about myself and how much <laughs> I'm obsessed with marketing. Well, that's good. I had no idea. I know. It's really fun. I enjoyed it. I got to make her ads and stuff, which was great. But now that's done. And now I'm starting back to work. And so I'm just exhausted. Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't really slept much. Today I got up at 5 and Arrow woke up at like 5.30 and called me into the room because to cuddle and I of course did and then I got back up and he was still awake so I laid back down and then I got back up at eight o'clock when I woke up so <laughs> I think my body needed it though so I'm just um yeah I'm looking forward to some rest like I love I work best where I like stay motivated and keep going um but I like I don't want to burn out but I mm -hmm. also like once I stop moving I sometimes have a hard time get, getting started again, so I haven't wanted to stop moving. I'm, like, going, 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 but I think I 
deserve like a break. So once the 30 days of presence is over, I'm going to take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and give myself a little pause and then jump back into things. So yeah, that's my plan. That's my rawness. Yeah. You and I have, you? you and I have that in common. We definitely, we enjoy the go, 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 but know that we need to take a yeah. break. I'm not afraid yes. necessarily of not starting back up. I'm always afraid of getting farther behind or getting behind. Because mm, I know I'll start gotcha. back up, but I'm afraid that I'll be behind and then it'll feel crazy when I get back to it, I guess. Mm. Um, huh. My reality check after a month or so. <laughs> uh... So I'm doing, I'm almost at the end of the 30 days of presence, although technically you've already heard about the end of it for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's at a great time because the first 10 days of it, I was, there was a lot going on where I really needed to try to ground myself when I could. And um, so I've been trying to stay grounded through everything and things are really good. But I'm still, yeah, I, I've been feeling frustrated a lot lately. And I'm, I think I know the reasons. So I work from home. My daughter is now fully back to school five days a week, which is nice because then I have those five days when she's in school, I am doing what I need to do. So when she comes home, I can be present with her and I feel more relaxed at the end of the day instead of uh-huh. like trying to figure everything out. So that's good. Yeah. But I work from home. And when there's, you know, if the the house is not neat how I want it to be or clean how I want it to be or we have two dogs that can be stinky and like it doesn't smell how I want it to smell, it's distracting. And it's not necessarily that I will stop to go clean, but, you know, you want to enjoy where you're working. (laughs) And it's Mm – so that's getting a little frustrating lately. And oh, no. has caused some tensions, but, you know, we're working on it. Um, so I, th- I think that's like – I'm sure it's something underlying and that's just the what's on the surface that's, that's coming up. But mm-hmm. whenever those frustrating feelings come up, I'm like, okay, what is this trying to teach me, number one? Number two, I'm mm-hmm. in this 30 days of presence and I want to be present and, you know, grounded anyway, even when it's over. So – I go back to my gratitude list. I go back to, you know, all those things and and I work on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the 30 days of presence is helping at all? I think so, yeah. I mean, even if it's just the the rulesiness in me, as you like to call it, is, okay, I'm doing this, <laughs> so let me go to my list and let me think about that and let me calm down. Mm-hmm. So oh, I good. So that it's, yeah, it's definitely helping in that way. Uh, but yeah, that is... That's my reality check. Life is good. It's just, you know, I even – I took a few books out of the library actually when I took Emily to the library to get books. I was like, you know what? Let me go look in the self-help, personal development stuff and see if anything jumps out at me. And I saw stuff about stress and mindfulness and I picked a few books that looked interesting to me and I was like, oh, yeah. So so I've been reading some of those and those have been good too. Got to practice nice. how to preach. Um, have you also been lighting your fall candles? Because those can help mask stinky dogs. I've been diffusing my fall essential oils. 
Um, yeah, I've, well, I'm kind of thinking about getting an air purifier, like a big one, because I was looking up how to help with that. Because we also keep the windows open, which is great because it's so nice out lately. But I know that that can kind of mm-hmm. create that mustiness too. So I was looking mm-hmm. at air purifiers the other day. If anyone has any suggestions of things that they know for sure work, I will take them. Yeah, so in case you didn't know what I read earlier to open this episode, that was the first page from Horton Hears a Who by the beloved Dr. Seuss. I am a huge mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss fan. I love everything of his. When I read his books to kids, it like makes me feel happy. And there's it's <laughs> cool because there is always some sort of lesson or more that whether he meant it to be that or not, that comes out of it. And mm-hmm. I got this idea that it would be fun to do an episode based on Horton Hears a Who because the United States elections are next week. And mm-hmm. the tagline from Horton Hears a Who is a person's a person no matter how small and just one tiny voice can make a difference. And that's mm-hmm. what we're all about. Uh, And, you know, in case you don't know the book or you need a little review about what it's about, Horton is this elephant that can hear this whole town of people on a tiny dust speck. And he gets ridiculed by all of the other animals in the jungle because they can't hear as well as him because he's an elephant. And they harass him and ridicule him for believing in something that they can't see or hear. But he sticks to his mission and he's like he sticks to, you know, he stands for he stands up for what he's believing in and he knows is true and spoiler alert in the end he makes sure that they're heard and then everyone believes him once they hear it so i thought that was kind of cool like there, there's so much wrapped up into it and that we can talk about but i kind of just wanted to go in that direction and talk about you know everybody matters and everybody can make a difference i know that sometimes we feel like oh i'm just one small person i like, what does it matter if I do this or not, whether it's voting or something else? But but you can you can make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I Okay, so this – I don't have the book. I have <gasps> other Dr. Seuss books in hand. What? I said, ah! All right, I know. <laughs> what did you say? <gasps> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for clarifying. I didn't think I heard it right. Yeah, I don't – this is one of the Dr. Seuss books I don't own. So I looked it up on YouTube, and there's actually – if you want a refresher on Horton Hears a Who, there is a six-minute audio drama on YouTube that you can check out that's really well done, actually, because there's all different voices. But it's it was almost too quick. Like, I needed to savor a few parts a little bit more, but it was also good because I wanted to listen to it before we recorded. So – the funny thing, though, I can't tell – okay, so, like, the main character in the book is that fights Horton is the kangaroo mm-hmm. and her little Joey in her pouch who keeps saying, me too, and, like, whatever his mama says. And I just vehemently despised the kangaroo, mm-hmm. like, with such a passion because I feel like the kangaroo personifies so many people these days that it just – It makes me so angry. So I think, like, you know, there's people out there that they – okay, so right now on social media, people can create whatever they want. 
And everybody can take that as truth. Oftentimes people do. I know I've been guilty of it. I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, look at this social media account says blah, blah, blah. It must be true. But it's not. Like, you really have to – because I'll see, like, oh, they cited something. And then I'm like, that looks mm-hmm. like a good source, so I believe it. But that's not necessarily the case. And then you see that. You think it's true. And then you reshare it. And it's just – oh, it's so infuriating how things will spread. And that's like – I mean – Fake news, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Like, mm-hmm. there's fake news on both sides. There's fake news everywhere. It's because social media is so prevalent and people can say whatever they want. And I think – I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast or on Instagram before. But, like, a big a big thing is there's different websites out there that want people they, – they have ads on their websites and they get paid for visitors to their website. So they'll say anything to get you to mm-hmm. visit their website, even if it's not true. And it just makes me angry. Like the little – we don't even think about – you know, we're walking around and we're just spitting out anger. And I think it's from both sides. Like it does not matter who you are voting for or what you're thinking. We're just spitting out this anger about the other side and like, oh, well, if he gets elected, blah, blah, blah. If he stays president, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything's so angry. And our little ears, like our our little joeys in our pouches are hearing that and they're repeating the words we say, maybe not about the president, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, oh, that guy's the scum of the earth. Then little Joey goes to school and calls Frankie the scum of the <laughs> earth. And we're, we're starting this cycle of hatred when we need to make oh, a change there. Sorry, I did not expect to go on this tangent, but apparently <laughs> this is my still small voice getting up there and making my difference. But exactly, um, yeah. So anyway, I the, the kangaroo had got me heated, and it's funny because in the in the end, she has a real change of heart and she starts supporting Horton, which is great. And here's the other thing: like this is the lesson that I had to learn from it is that. There are terrible people out there, but if they do change, you have to forgive them and be grateful that they saw the error of their ways. Mm -hmm. Because even when she was like, oh, okay, I'll protect you now. And I was like, are you even – are you just doing this for the social media likes, kangaroo? (laughs) But I can't think that. (laughs) I have to be like, okay, good. You changed your heart. And even if you are just fronting, at least everyone sees that and hopefully you're making a change in other hearts as well. So that was my feelings on the kangaroo. (laughs) Well, that's funny because I was looking up if, you know, like what what the real meaning is behind Horton Hears a Who and if I could find what Dr. Seuss himself uh, Mm -hmm. was meaning. And I found it was from an interview with him. So he, during uh, World War II, he drew a lot of nasty cartoons about the Japanese like for mm. for some paper for the newspaper PM, and then you know a lot of people complained about it, and he stood behind what he was doing. There were political stuff, and then in 1953 he visited Japan and had a change of heart because he visited to do a research mm. article for Life magazine, and he wanted to write about the effects of the war and post-war ef- efforts on Japanese children. And what he saw made a deep impression. And so when he returned to America, he started to work on Horton Hears a Who. And he said in an interview, Japan was just emerging. The people were voting for the first time, running their own lives. And the theme was obvious. A person's a person, no matter how small. So 
I thought that was kind of cool. Like he had a change of heart, which caused him to write this book about these people that he was drawing terrible cartoons about 10 years prior. Because wow. he realized, oh, wait, he was the they're people. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh-huh. I was so mad. That makes me like the kangaroo even more because I really love him. And I was yeah. so mad at that kangaroo. Well, I remember I listened <sighs> to some podcast episode. It was on the podcast, Stuff You Should Know. And they were mm-hmm. talking about Dr. Seuss. It was a whole episode about him. And they, you know, they'd really delve into whatever the subject is. And they were talking about how he used to be super racist and draw all of these terrible cartoons no and yada, yada. But he had a change of heart. Like, sometimes when you're brought up that way, you don't know any different. But then once you're taught mm-hmm. and you see the other side and you decide that that's how you actually feel, you're allowed to have that change of heart. Like, that's okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. And he really was. He was he, It was talking about people being people. Yeah. And it kind of – I was – when I was thinking about this episode, you know, talking about this this morning, I was – it got me all in my like activism kind of thinking and oh there's so many things in the world that i you know i'm sad about or this is hard and i'm definitely an empath so like anything can just like crush my heart if i think about it enough or you know delve into it and then so i mm-hmm. tend to shy away from it to protect myself but as i'm you know growing older and wiser as i love to say mm-hmm. i realize that It's okay to protect myself. It's okay to feel this way and be an empath. And also, I don't have to do all the things. Like, I don't have to be a full-on activist for everything. I can Mm -hmm. empathize with it. I can support the activists who are going out and doing the good work for it in whatever way that I can, whether it's sharing what they're doing or being able to donate or whatever. And then I can pick my like one, two, three things that I like are super, super deep in my heart. And that's what I can go forward with and really like, you know, drive into and pour my efforts into. Like we, we, mm-hmm. we all care about the earth. I'm pretty sure we all care about our families and our health. We all care about, you know, in this country, we all care about how our country goes. We care about people in the world. We care about other people. But we can't do all the things because then we're spreading ourselves too thin. Like we can't be in our the soapbox and be the strong activist with the – what's it called? The bullhorn like for every single cause because then we we wouldn't have enough time for any of it, let alone ourselves. So it's okay to not, to not do it for everything. Like you can give yourself mm-hmm. some grace. You can, you know – fist bump and <laughs> donate to the things that you can't pour yourself into and then you can pour yourself into what's really really strong in your heart that's my soapbox <laughs> i love it i think also off of that idea i don't know where i heard this from but somewhere in my life at one point i got the idea that you can make a difference just by Basically, anytime somebody asks for a donation, you know, at the end of a transaction when you're checking out at the grocery store or whatever, uh-huh. they're like, do you want to donate anything to, like, Kids Hope or whatever the uh-huh. cause might be, that you can – just to always say yes to that because what is your dollar going to mm-hmm. – how how is that dollar going to make a difference for you? But it could be that one last small voice that yeah. makes a difference for the cause. 
Or even like rounding up your change if that's – because a lot of things mm-hmm. do that at the grocery store. Even, you know, I get my doTERRA box every month with oils and supplements and whatever else. And I always have the box checked to donate $1 every single month at least to their Healing Hands Foundation because I know it's a really good foundation. I know they do a lot of good in the world and in our country. And at least it's something. Like at least I'm doing – I know that my $1 is doing something. Until I can do more one day. You don't – yeah, you definitely don't have to do it all. But if you can – you don't have to do it all big, but you can do a lot little, Mm -hmm. I think, is the the idea there. And that's the whole whole point of this book is that a little bit goes a long way. Yes. Jessica, read the – read – the climax, please. <laughs> Bring out your deep Shakespearean voice. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So once we finally realize, you know, what's going on towards the end of the book, the mayor is going through the town trying to make sure that everybody's making noise so that this little town can be heard by the other animals so they can be saved from the nut juice. And just as he felt he was getting nowhere and almost about to give up in despair, he suddenly burst through the door and that mayor discovered one shirker quite hidden away in the Fairfax Apartments, Apartment 12J. A very small, very small shirker named Jojo was standing, just standing, and bouncing a yo-yo. Not making a sound, not a yip, not a chirp, and the mayor rushed inside and he grabbed the young twerp. And he climbed with the lad up the Eiffelberg Tower. This, cried the mayor, is your town's darkest hour, the time for all who's who have blood that is red to come to the aid of their country, he said. We've got to make noises in greater amounts, so open your mouth, lad, for every voice counts. Thus he spoke as he climbed when they got to the top. The lad cleared his throat, <clears throat> and he shouted out, Yop! And that yop, that one small extra yop, Put it over. Finally, at last, from that speck on that clover, their voices were heard. They rang out clear and clean, and the elephant smiled. Do you see what I mean? They've proved they are persons, no matter how small, and their whole world was saved by the smallest of all. I, so like I said in the YouTube video, it went a little too fast because I wasn't expecting the line a person's a person no matter how small and it like (gasps) it got me I mean I've heard it before but I it just it got me today I also Mm. am highly emotional lately and I'm not sure Mm. why um (laughs) I'm not pregnant I promise Jessica no I was more of like the other way oh is it coming up menopause (laughs) 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 what What? What? is your period coming up Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's why it's very strange because Uh-oh. TMI, I am like it's it's long gone and I'm still oh. like mm. just a sobbly mess. Well, <sighs> but that's okay. I'm I'm embracing my emotions as I have learned there you go. from my own journey to presence. Yeah. It is okay to do. Um, but anyway, it got me all up in the feels with the a person's a person no matter how small because that's the whole point, I think, of you know, us getting out to vote is that we don't know how much of a difference our vote can make, but it mm-hmm. can make a huge difference. It that one vote, I mean, and you can't you oh, can't like really go just, talking smack about what's going on in our country if you don't let your voice be heard. Yep, that's true. 
Cat, go vote so you have the right to smack talk. (laughs) (laughs) Hold that thought. Before we go on, I want to talk to you about your mental state. There is a lot going on in the world, and this year has been particularly tough. But have you ever considered that you can equip your mind to be strong enough to persevere through it? I think a lot of times we just want to throw the towel in, reach for the bar of chocolate, bottle of tequila, whatever your preference, to numb our emotions and hope that we end up on the other side. Well, I want to encourage you to set down the temporary fixes and instead work to recenter your mind. Starting your day with gratitude, affirmations, and a positive breath instead of a negative one can sincerely transform your life. It can give you more energy and more strength to get through those tough days. With that in mind, I created the Journey to Presence. The Journey to Presence is 30 days of uplifting emails sent to your inbox first thing in the morning that give you a gratitude list, affirmation, and guided meditations to start your day. This way, instead of jumping on social media or straight into your to-do list, you set your mind up to approach your day with strength and success. I hope you join me on this journey. I honestly believe it will make you a better version of yourself. And this world needs the best version of yourself. Head over to inrawlife.com and choose the journey that is best for you. Use the promo code Take Me There for $5 off, and that makes the basic journey just $4.99. That's $4.99. Check it out. <sighs> oh. So, no, Sierra, I think it makes a difference. What? You were telling me a little bit how you did some research for any skeptics about mail-in voting. (gasps) Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. could be useful Mm -hmm. to share. I actually didn't do research, so I don't actually know if it's true. So maybe we need to research afterwards to make sure it's true. But one of my friends told me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I saw it on social media. (laughs) (laughs) A friend of a friend of a friend told me that they saw it in someone else's Insta story. Mm -hmm. I actually heard some rumor that you, that your mail-in ballot says D or R, depending on what you're registered for. And so I had a friend who's like, I'm not going to mail it in because they're going to, the other side is going to see what I'm registered as and throw my ballot away. Yeah. And I don't think that's true. I didn't look into it, but I just don't think it's true. But- if you are nervous about, I also don't want to believe it's true. I mean, I could go look at my mail-in ballot right now, but oh, no, I don't. I don't want to believe that the like. I know there's probably corruption, but I don't want to believe oh, that because sure. then, because then, yeah, what what is the point? But and I, I, I can't believe that. Well, so if you are nervous about the other side finding your ballot and throwing it in a river, or wherever the case may be, if you are nervous about your ballot getting thrown out somehow because you mailed it in or getting lost in the mail even, which is a a viable concern. Mm -hmm. I learned that you can fill out your ballot from the comfort of your home and then go to the polls and Mm -hmm. drop it off. Yeah. And so you don't have to like wait in line. You don't have to go inside. You can just drop it off. And then the extra comfort in that is if you don't mail your ballot in until election day or – Like, if you don't mail it in until Election Day, you don't have to wait for it to get counted after. And then Mm. also, if you decide – like, if you – because I was – the reason I 
heard this information is because I was thinking, oh, I think I'll just go to the polls anyway, even though I got my mail-in ballot. And what I learned is that if I do that, then there will be a delay on my vote at the poll because they want to make sure that I didn't mail in my mail-in ballot to oh. double vote. Got so it. there's just like a – I don't remember what it's called, but there's some sort of a delay. So if you're going to go to the polls anyway and you requested a mail-in ballot or you're in the state of California where you have no choice because you got a mail-in ballot, if you're going to go to the polls, just fill out the mail-in ballot and drop it at the poll. That way you're out in public for a shorter amount of time and you know that your mail-in ballot was received. I like it. Okay, so I did my research a little further after we recorded the show, and what I was just talking about is true in the state of California, and possibly some others. It's called a provisional ballot, and it's basically saying that if election officials can't verify that you didn't turn in your mail-in ballot, you will have to do a provisional vote to make sure that you didn't, which could possibly delay things. But I looked at other states, and every state is handling it differently. Many states just want you to bring your mail-in ballot to the polls. But again, like I was saying, if you don't want to go into the polls, but you still want your mail-in ballot to make it into safe hands, you can either bring it to the polls already filled out, or there are some drop boxes that are secure and available now so you can drop it off securely before the third and make sure it gets in. Either way, just do your research. We'll put some links in the show notes. See what your state is doing and do what makes you feel comfortable to make sure you get that vote out there. Yeah, I. this is my first time ever not voting absentee because up until recently, I was technically a Florida resident oh since gosh. I was married to military. That's- I forgot about that. That's well, crazy. actually, my very first one, I was at college in New York and a resident of Florida. But I – and I I didn't even – I didn't request a mail-in. So, I, one, I'm kind of excited to vote in person and I'm a little nervous about the whole mail-in thing and I really want to make sure that, like, I'm doing it. So I am going to go in person and vote. I didn't request a mail-in ballot. Plus, I wasn't sure if I would even get here on time with when I got my license here and registered and yada, yada. But I'm very excited to vote. I will have my mask. I will go early. And I heard about – I know we've talked about it before, but I heard about this website called Ballot Ready. It's BallotReady.org, B-A-L-L-O-T-R-E-A-D-Y dot O-R-G. And it is every candidate and measure explained. Know what you're voting for by researching every race and referendum on the ballot with Ballot Ready. So you literally put in your street address and it will show you everyone that's on your ballot and it will pull the information on them from their sites as long as it's out there to tell you what their stances are on different things, who they are, all of that. Uh, Yeah, it says, where do we get our information? We aggregate information from candidate websites, social media, endorsers, and boards of election to help you cast an informed vote. If no information is displayed, the information online did not meet our research criteria. But, like, it even gives Hmm. you your local candidates. Because I know, like, when I voted in the past, I haven't even lived in Florida. So I'm like, oh, I'll just, like, hope that I'm doing the right thing. And try to read as best I can. 
But now I have all of this information and I will feel very informed and ready to vote on November 3rd. And I'm excited. Okay, I have an idea that came to me while you were explaining ballot ready. I have a mail-in ballot. Why don't I open it right now on the air? (laughs) Should I do that? Sure. Let me get it. Hold on. Here it is, my mail-in ballot. So let's see if it has the D or R. Oh, like oh. I was told. Um, sign the back of this envelope. No postage necessary. I'm looking for anything that would. No, see, fake news. That's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> so I can vote with confidence that no one is going to know how I've registered unless they raid my mail because then they'll see all of the <laughs> the political junk mail that I've been getting. What is that called? I don't know. I've just been getting all the text messages. I am getting all the texts. Jay is not registered at all. And I'm like, maybe he was smart to not register on a party. Oh, you mean he's not – he doesn't have a – yeah, he's registered to vote. He's not a registered Democrat or a Republican. Okay, yeah. He actually kind of falls – well, that's not anybody's business. But. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not anyone's business who you vote for. And it's okay if you change your mind. It's okay if you read up on the people and don't vote down your party line because you feel one way or another. Like, make sure, like I've said before, make sure that you're voting for the values that you care about. And the issues that you care about and how you want to see this country go. Like, I would love to get on here and, you know, say vote for the person that I believe is the best and yada, yada, yada. But that's just that's not what this is for. This is us trying to encourage you to be the best you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from somewhere in Florida, I am filling out my mail-in ballot just the one, the president part, because I have some research to do for the rest. But here it goes. Ta-da! Voting for the president of the United States of America. All right. Done. I voted. I voted here on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> That's cool. That is I didn't cool. even think to do that until boom. Done. Voted. My, my little small voice will be heard. Now it's your turn. <sighs> Feels good. Now I need to put on my sticker. Does it come with a sticker, the mail-in ballot? No. They, at least mine never what? did. I know. That was always the saddest So part. now I have to go to the polls because I need a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing the ballot ready, Jessica. You are um, welcome. Seriously, just get out there and vote because our country needs it right now. <laughs> that was one other thing I was thinking is how it talked about The mayor says, like, this is our country's darkest hour. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to me to look at our country right now because it is tumultuous. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just – it's so overwhelming. And I know that if you think about it too much, it can put you in a very, very dark headspace. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think it's easy to think, oh, my gosh, like, are we ever going to get out of this? I feel like this is – you know, just the way it's going to be forever from here on out because of social media or because of, you know, whatever's on TV that's not restricted anymore or whatever. There's so many different things you could blame. 
But I want to encourage you that you can look through history and you can see mm-hmm. that our country has been in dark hours before World War II, the Civil War. I mean, our country is very divided right now and it's it breaks my heart. It is so sad to me how much we fight over things instead of trying to see the other side. And so I encourage you that instead of fighting, even if you firmly believe it, listen to the other side and come at it from a place of compassion, empathy, understanding, forgiveness. Those are mm-hmm. huge, huge tools to help the world become less angry with each other. Because if you only approach someone who disagrees with you with anger, you're not going to change their mind. And it's just going to multiply the problems that our world is facing. But also just keep in mind that we've been in those dark places before and we've also gotten out of them after we always each of those it. events. Yeah. the America was, you know, America was hurt and broken and then she built herself back up. And so we were in a broken spot, but I do think that, I mean, the world itself, right, the whole world right now is in a really hard time. And I think that we can, I know that we will rise out of it. So don't be discouraged. Just hang on because these are growing pains and growing pains just make you stronger and help you get a little bit bigger, but we will get through it. And uh, it's, yeah, this will not last forever. So anyway, amen. Well, thank you again for listening to us every week. Thank you for listening to this episode, too. I hope you share it if you are a big voter and want everyone to know how important it is to vote. Share this episode. You can do that on Instagram by tagging us at the In Raw Life podcast. You can also go on to whatever app you listen to podcasts on and click share. You can share it straight to your story from Spotify. You can share a copy and share a link in a text message or email thread wherever you want to share it just do it and get our voices out there because that helps to spread our podcast which helps our podcast to grow which helps people to realize that they can be better humans oh it's a wonderful thing another way to help our podcast grow is to rate review subscribe that tells all of those podcast apps that we're doing something good and that they can share our names as well Yes, I want to give a quick thank you to everybody who is listening and sharing because it's working. We're getting out to more people and more people are hearing us and enjoying us and and doing good. Yes, thank you. Sorry, I wanted to get that in. Go ahead. <laughs> we would also love it if you would be a part of our podcast. That's right. Any one of you, little or big, could be part of our show At the beginning of every episode, we have a listener share what it means to them to be a better human. So all you have to do is open up your phone, search for your voice recorder in your phone because every phone has one, hit record and say, being a better human means, and then fill in the blank. It can be five seconds. It can be 40 seconds. We want to hear from you and you can send that to podcast at inrawlife.com. Until next week, we sure hope that you get out and vote if you live in the U.S. If you do not live in the U.S., we hope that you are supporting us here through what we're going through. And just remember 
your voice can count no matter how small. Bye. A person's a person no matter how small. So make your voice heard and vote Come one and one and all. <gasps> yeah! We should go stand outside <laughs> of the polling places and say that. No, you were not a co- at college in New York because I was in college and I met you like three days into college. No, 2004. I started, I'm a year older than you. Continue, so sorry. I thought Kanye West was going to run for president. Did he back out? And the reporter said, where's the river? <laughs> we do a lot of poop talk on this. Don't you know that I know your history better than you know your history? <laughs> and I had it before. What was it? I can't with the fall candles. I love them so much, so. Yeah. I burn them. <laughs> Dex. Right in the middle of my soapbox. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>